It is another week, and it's another episode of our podcast. You were texting while I was doing my No, episode. I'm good. I'm, I'm fully invested in this. It just... This is the video, right? Okay, so I'm going to slam the window. You say, Francis, no, what's that's, the line? That's a different we're doing, type of oh, video. Oh, we're, we're doing a different video? Yeah, so that's usually what are we TikToks. Doing? This is a, this we're is live a, streaming. We're playing a video game. No, we do that on, on Twitch. Twitch. This is our podcast, no point. And you know, how long have we been doing that? How long? Four years. Oh, oh, four wow. years. Feels new. We've been doing this longer than I was in high school, which is honestly a wild. Concept. Not me. Two more years, and then we're died. <laughs> yeah, he stayed back two years in high school, but yeah. hey, it was the best six years of his life. <laughs> yeah, they always they, say high school. It's the fastest six years of your life. That's what they say. You were in high school for six years, huh? What subject did you fail in high school? Uh, math because it was eight. <laughs> because what? Because I stayed back eight times. You stayed back eight times. <laughs> no, in math? how long? What's the longest stay back? I don't know. At some point, no kid left behind. They gotta just push that kid forward. Yeah, I bet I could get you. Know, like, I feel like it's at a certain point. It's not on the school system. Are you right going here. for it? You want to? Some, somebody's gotta get the record. You know what I mean? I'd like to. Be, they'll write a book about me. I think that's a way to get rich. Yeah, they'll have to write the book about you because you. Would yeah, I can't write, write it. Yeah, he I obviously able. cannot write it. Um, he would not be able to write the book about himself if he had to stay back eight times. I, am I still Francis on this podcast? You are still Francis because that is your legal. Which name. Which one are you? I am John Paul because uh, that is my legal name. But I'm glad that we're introducing ourselves in this way. And this is what? This is the No Point Podcast where we talk about everything, anything, and nothing all at the same time. It's pretty impressive. How about you roll the intro? Here's a show for the broskies, fellas and ladies Still safe to play around the babies Whether you're 18 months or 80 A lot of trash talk but nothing shady Two bros, Francis and JP Talk about everything, anything and nothing This is something you could laugh to daily No point podcast, man, it's crazy If this is your first time listening to the podcast, if you found us from our awesome ads we post on Instagram at the No Point Podcast, or you just follow this loser, Francisco Ten, on TikTok or Instagram. Am I the loser? You are the loser. Uh, just a little thing about the No Point Podcast. We post a new episode every single Friday. That's exciting. And make sure you can subscribe and follow along to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen. So you do not miss a new upload of our episodes. And make sure you leave us a five-star review because we have over 449 of them. And if you leave us a good review, we might read it on the show and give you a little shout-out. Uh, so make sure you go and do that. Tulsa. 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 People are super confused. Uh, no one <laughs> do you think that's history... the first time anybody's ever chanted that? Yeah, no one has ever chanted Tulsa before right you now. You know, it started getting close to Toga. Toga. To Tulsa. People have chanted that. Yeah, and that's People been chanted. chanted Toga. That's Trust been me. chanted. I've but... chanted Toga. <laughs> Name one chanted. time. Name one time you've ever worn a Toga. Uh, I was Julius Caesar in my uh, middle school wax my wax museum. What? That's not real. I was Julius Caesar. There's no chance you have a wax museum in middle school. Yeah, I was Julius Caesar. What did they do to make you look waxy? waxy? No, do you not? Have you never done a wax museum? You don't know the concept of wax? No, museum? I don't know the concept. So I was Julius Caesar in my middle school wax museum. Uh huh. And what you do is you dress up as Julius Caesar. Not okay. everybody, just me. It would be weird if everybody. Was everybody Julius. was Julius Caesar. Yeah. Very specific. So I was Julius Caesar, and they were Julius Caesar. No, they were whatever they wanted to be. Okay. And I. Oh, you got to pick. Yes. And you picked the guy that got stabbed by his friend. Well, no, I did pick at. So it was 2016. So. And that was a good year for Julius Caesar. No, my friend picked. Barack, he wasn't canceled. My friend picked Barack Obama. Why didn't you pick Barack Obama? I picked Mitt Romney because we were going to be like next to each other. Can you listen? Can you listen? <laughs> 
I was. He why, picked Obama first. Why? Did, uh, and then I got Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. Did it your friends seem like you? Would... Hold on, I get the year wrong. It was twenty. It was twenty twelve. Okay. It was Obama's election. Do you feel again. like he made a better Barack Obama? Can you <laughs> let me finish? It was twenty twelve. Yeah. It was twenty twelve. I was in a wax museum. My friend picked Barack Obama. <laughs> picked I picked Mitt Romney. It's twenty twelve. I was eleven. I was eleven in this. Uh-huh. Right? We were going to do like a debate because what happens in a wax museum is you wear a button that says press me and then somebody walks over to you guys, presses, and then you guys share a few facts. No way this is real. This is a real middle this school This is not event. a real middle this school This is thing. actually a quite common middle school event. No way. Yes, it is. It's, and you have to do your own research? Yes, you have to do your own research. You have your own card. They press you. So we were going to be like a joint, a joint, like... Does that encourage like poking other kids? Yes. We were going to be a joint exhibit. We were going to be Mitt Romney and Obama. And because that was the year they were running against each other, you're going to press us, and we're going to be like, I'm Barack Obama from Illinois. No representation from Utah. No representation for third party? Can you... (laughs) I don't know who's running for third party. You should have had third party representation. Kanye West. (laughs) Obama, Mitt Romney, Kanye West. Imagine just one dude and no one ever presses his button. So my friend picked Obama. I was just then stuck with Mitt Romney. You couldn't have picked Obama. Well, no, can I let me finish? (laughs) You... Could not have been, you're saying it like he took Obama from you, but you could not have been Obama. Okay, continue. So, we made it to the day before the Wax Museum, and our teacher told us he couldn't be Obama. No way! (laughs) Really, he saved you on that one, I guess. So he couldn't be Obama. What grade was this? Uh, it was like 5th grade, 4th grade. I was 11, I don't know, do the math. Feels a little too old to not know you can't be Obama. It was 2012. I never picked Obama. I picked Mitt Romney. You dressing up as a president could have ruined your chances of ever being a president. So No, I was never that. I know, because he picked it before you. He had a simple costume idea. So he had, like, black paint and what he was going to do with... No, he had a mask. He had, like, a physical, like, overhead mask. I think so. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, he was not allowed to do it. So then we had to last... Good job, teach! Last minute, we were supposed to pick new costumes, and Toga is just a bedsheet Julius Caesar. <laughs> so I wore Toga. So you I did not bed. remember this. I, I think you came. I got pressed. You know, I do remember you actually wearing a Toga to school, but I don't know why I was proud of you that day, and I had no idea what it was for. I just thought you were expressing yourself. <laughs> well, no. So, guys, today we're going to tell you the wonderful story about the terrors that happened to us in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The last two two episodes ago, we talked on the podcast, go back and listen, we talked about our trip to Dallas, Texas. And we basically got you right up to the point where we had a flight to Tulsa, Oklahoma. So just to recap for people that this is their first time, go back and listen. But the only exposition you really need to know is we were flying from Providence, Rhode Island to Dallas, Texas. Accidentally, our sister booked us a flight that made us stop not only in Chicago, but also also in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Also which was in Tulsa. <laughs> our worst experience ever at an airport. And where we left off was we were in the emergency exit row, and we just had landed in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We'll start from here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So we land in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Right. The worst experience ever. They come on the intercom. They go, we have arrived in yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Welcome to Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's, what are they welcoming us for? Nobody, they have nothing nice to say. Now, Francis mentioned this before. We were not really like a layover. It was more like a bus because our plane stopped in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We weren't going to get off the plane. Yeah, you just New stay on. New people were going to come on 
and we were then going to go Because everybody in Tulsa is trying to get out of Tulsa, no, so we're, we're just picking them out. Which was the big thing. Like, they land and they go, okay, everybody that wanted to a final destination here is in Tulsa. Have a nice day. Goodbye. Now you can exit the plane. And maybe five people exited yeah, the plane. Yeah, nobody left. We shouldn't have stopped at Tulsa. Everybody else was coming, coming to Dallas. How cheap was this flight? <laughs> that stopped in like, Tulsa. Gosh darn it. I don't know. I bet Tulsa pays for it. They pay they for pay, it. They pay they're like hoping somebody gets off. Well, that would explain what happened to us in Tulsa. So they go, quickly, guys, we're going to, uh, the you can stay on the plane. They're going to put the new baggage, take the old baggage off for the passengers that are leaving here. We're going to restock on some supplies, and we're going to be off on the way in the next 20 minutes. Stay put in your seat. You don't have to get you off. You don't have to get off. Nothing. Don't get off. They told us not to get off. Uh, 30 minutes goes by, and everyone just thinks this is, like, the normal time we're waiting on the runway. And all of a sudden, we, like, we hear things from the flight attendants that isn't sounding like we're gonna, we're gonna leave in the next four or five minutes. Because they go, if anybody wants to go stretch their legs, you can now leave the plane. Yeah, make it like it's our choice. Like it, like we're gonna be waiting on the people stretching their legs. They're like, we want to leave, but Randy needed to stretch his legs, which upset me because I was like, two seconds ago you said we're leaving in thirty minutes. Thirty minutes later, you're letting us leave the plane. Yeah, that's not a good sign. No, not no bueno. By the way, great transition here. Somebody reached out to us on the No Point Podcast Instagram the other day. I said me gusta on the podcast because uh, I, I like saying, I like right. Am me I wrong too? How are you? Am I gonna get a DM? How do you pull up? Uh, Google Translate, what does me gusta mean in English? Because I always thought me gusta means I like. Yeah. So I said, yeah, me gusta, meaning I like. Uh, but somebody was gracious enough to DM our No Point Podcast Instagram, which you should be following post clips of our podcast because we are a video podcast on Spotify. Me gusta, I like. No. Let me find this DM because they were right. I checked this and they were right. Well, maybe you didn't say me gusta. No, I said me gusta. Hold on, let me find this. Well, the way you said it there felt wrong, too. Oh, hold on, I got the DM. Because this was... I was so excited to talk about this. Hi, it's kind of random. No, I said mucho gusta. Yeah, so you so said... What you is, said a lot like. No. <laughs> Say Google mucho gusta. Mucho means a lot. Mucho gusta. And gusta means I like. Hey, it's kind of random, but in your last episode of the podcast, JP was oh, talking no. about... It means nice to meet you. <laughs> Mucho gusto. <laughs> so, on the last episode, so this is from, I, I think it's Alina. I want to say Alina. She DM'd us and said, hey, it's kind of random, but in your latest episode, JP was talking about how much he liked the lighting. And he said, mucho gusto. And he said, that means I like. But I just wanted to let him know, mucho gusto means nice to meet you, not I like. So he was saying, nice to meet you, lights, instead of mi gusto. Mi mucho gusto, lights. So I thought that was necessary to show the podcast that my bad. Yeah, you were wrong three times. And is that my it. fault? And yeah. I, in nine years of Spanish, made me realize those two words were Spanish. And <laughs> I think good. that should be enough. That's good. You, you know, people don't get enough credit for that. Uh, sure, I'll never be a languagist person. Yeah, yep. But I can tell when it's not my language. On top, my guy. All right. Anyways. So, uh, so now people are getting off the plane. And we're like, okay, people are leaving the plane. This is not good. Well, Dave had to stretch his legs. Then the pilot goes, we're having a bit of a mechanical issue. Francis goes, being a little wise guy, because he's trying to say, like, oh, like, internet. He goes, have you tried turning it off and on? 
about the plane. Well, I'm also, remember, in the emergency exit row. It's I have to wait for Q-word if I open that hatch. He's like, mechanical issues. Next thing I know, if he ever says, like, mechanical fire, I'm out. Exit row's gone. Exit row is That's out. his job. That's my But job. he goes, Jeff, you tried turning it on and off again. Like, the wise guy he is. <laughs> Terrible suggestion. And they said yes three times. They did it! They turned... The off plane, the plane. On and off to see if it would fix the issue. That does not make sense to me. Like a cell phone. But not before he said this. After he said it. I'd like I, to believe the pilots were taking his suggestion. I truly believe we have not figured out flying. I Sure, the Wright brothers did it. But since then, we've been making it up. We've been just like... We don't know how it works. It just goes up and that's what happens. And that is, that's because it cannot be the solution for this mechanical thing that can get you around the world in a matter of hours. And the way to fix it may be turn it off and on, wait five minutes. Maybe the beverage cart will work. Like, no! They know why, whenever I yelled out, turn it off and on, and the next thing I know they go, we're going to be turning it off and on. And I was like, am I the captain now? Who do I... Who... who uh, you, uh, do you want me to do it? <laughs> like, like... All of them. They go, any other suggestions? If this doesn't work, please let us know. Uh, yeah, have you tried tur uh, putting the plane in rice? Putting it in rice sounds like a smashing idea. We will be doing that next. So an hour goes by, and they go, okay, everybody... Uh, this is, uh, your last chance uh, to stretch your legs. To stretch your legs, please exit the plane if you would like to stretch your legs. And we're like, we are staying put, which was our mistake. They couldn't lie to us. We were seeing them panic. Like, I saw the fear in their eyes. But we just thought this was, like, mundane maintenance. Like, we were going to be off and in the air in the next hour to 30 minutes. Like, we were like, okay. Oh, not me, This is annoying. That's funny that you thought that. Yeah, what did you think? Not me. I knew we were in Tulsa for the rest of our lives. So, we've made small talk with the flight attendant, which is incredible. Go listen to our old episodes so you can even hear more about the flight attendant. Um, and then we get the announcement we all dread. And the flight attendant comes up and goes, Hello, everybody. Uh, we regret to inform you, this this airplane will not be taking off today. So you should have stretched so, your legs. <laughs> we're going to make all of you leave the plane right now, uh, and then we're going to get you on a new plane soon. Uh, thank you so much. Now, I think this is like, okay, we're just going to go switch to a new plane at a different gate. So I'm walking up to the front, and I needed a picture with the pilot for something. So I said to the flight attendant, I go, do you mind if I take a picture with the pilot? And she goes... Yeah, sure, as long as you don't post it on social media to complain about how awful Southwest is. And I go, why? Why would I be doing that? And she goes, because what we're about to put you through. And I said, what are you about to put us through? And she goes, oh, nothing, and laughed. If I knew what she was about to put us through, I would have never taken a picture with that pilot. Take a picture with the pilot. We exit the plane. Sure. Then we get the announcement. And it goes, hello, everybody. We will not be putting you on a new plane. There will be no flights out of Tulsa to Dallas tonight. Please go and talk to the gate agent right now. And there was a mad rush to form the largest line you have ever seen at a Southwest gate to find people new flights home. I was a little upset about this, though. Yeah. Because they're making this announcement as the people on our plane are getting off from finally being told, actually, guys, you should have left an hour ago. We've just, we've just been doing it. Because when we finally got out, 
the line was already... I saw every Joe Schmo stretching their legs up in the line already. So by the time we got out, the line was of 75 people, and we were the back. We were the back of the line. And so even if they got a new plane, our plane, pro we were probably getting on it. But right now, it's not the worst flight ever. It's not the worst flying experience. But what will come after this quick commercial message makes it the worst flight experience you will ever have heard. So stay right back. We're going to play a quick commercial. Don't go anywhere. Bye, guys. Especially not Tulsa. So we are in the back of this line uh, to try to get a new flight, which is not a good sign when you're trying to get it's a new flight. It's not the place you want to be. Now, Francis is Francis, so he makes friends in this back of the line. Absolutely. He well, because here's the thing. I thought the back of the line deserved to be the front of the line. So Francis Because we waited! Francis makes friends with one woman in particular. And everybody in the back of the line agreed. This woman, so Francis goes, we're playing roulette. Where do you want to fly out tonight to? Yeah. Because you're not flying to Dallas. So let's all, let's all pick a place. And a woman goes, I have to get to Dallas. I have dinner plans at six. Yeah. And this really struck a nerve with this, Francis. This is so stupid. Because for the entire so, line. They go, everybody let her go. She got dinner plans at six. You can't miss dinner plans at six. She will starve to death if she does not get there for six. Like, she's like, yeah, you know. Just a bunch of the gals getting together for for dinner at six in Dallas. In Dallas, can't miss well, that. Well, you shouldn't have flown to Tulsa if you have a dinner at six. At at a certain point, at a certain point, I had no satisfaction that I was at the front of the line, but I had tremendous satisfaction that I was in front of her. Well, Francis even told me. Francis goes, "If we are at the front of the line and they say sorry, there's only one two tickets left." To Dallas tonight. I'm giving it. I'm to giving you. it to dinner so at six. Dinner at six. And the reason why I said that is so it would hurt so much more <laughs> when I when I take that flight and I show up to dinner at six. You're going to dinner. I go. So we learn a She's lot not about going. her. Might as well not. Her son is a pilot in the military. Now this is only funny for one reason. Our sister, she works. She has a real job, I guess. Loser. Loser. <laughs> Just get a podcast. So anyway, she she has a real job, so she needed to send something for work she to get in a meeting. Because we were at this point, we were already supposed to be in Dallas. We were supposed yeah. to be in because Tulsa to Dallas is an hour flight. Yeah. So we were supposed to be in Dallas thirty minutes ago. And fun thing about Tulsa, they don't have internet. Now that might be a Tulsa stereotype <laughs> that, you, that you guys do have internet, but right now I think you're Amish. Because they do not have internet in their airport. We could not Like, send that's any not messages. a real thing. But we found out they do have internet in one place. Hmm? There's one place There's with solid one internet in the airport. place with solid Where internet. Where might that Where be? Where might that The military lounge. How can you get in there, sir? Usually to get into the military lounge, you need to be in military. Now, that would stop a lot of people that aren't in the military Definitely. from going in that lounge. Would you agree? Yes, you need to be in military. You know who it does not stop? Our, our, our sister. sister. Our sister is fighting like if she had fought for the country, she would have just got in. But she was fighting so hard to get, get into, into this military. military. She started being like how, how weird people try to pretend that they're not like, you know, anti other people. She's like, I have a military friend. And we're like, what is like, that? I got a friend in military. I got a friend in the military. The girl behind me in the line, son is in military. Yeah. So she's like, she's like going through it all. 
And the military lounge on the other side, we're like, just go try. Maybe you can get, like, right outside. Maybe you can steal the military lounge. But fun fact about the military lounge, pretty unlocked out. They, 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 I, they they're you using the military easily. training. Because yeah. it's, like, encrypted, and apparently it, no, like, it wasn't Wi-Fi, though. Yeah, it, it was, was, oh, it, it was, was Ethernet. It was Ethernet. It was Ethernet. So you needed to actually plug it in because, you know, they didn't want data secrets being stolen <laughs> from the military lounge. So anyway, Cat comes back. And Kat has no idea that we've made friends with everybody in this line. And Kat comes back and she's like, I just think the military people are just so, like, anti the commoners. <laughs> and, like, we're like, oh, yeah, well, um, her son's in the military. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, yeah, our sister <laughs> believes in stolen valor to try to get a little bit of internet. Because she needs to post her Starbies this morning, and she didn't get a chance to. Which was just a wild thing for Kat to try to do. But all that to also say that we're all suffering in this line with no internet. Yeah, then, Tulsa, Oklahoma, only place I've ever seen, has something called Airport Ambassadors. <laughs> they do! Elderly men in red, uh, like... Suit jacket. Walking around. Walking around telling people fun facts about Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> and when this man Propaganda. had the audacity to stop at our line to give us fun things to see in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I go, nobody in this line wants to be here. We are waiting two hours to get out of your godforsaken state. And what does he suggest? He's like, the Outsider book was written here. You can go see the Outsider Museum. I go, how about I read the book? <laughs> Why would I want to come here to see it? I I was very upset, so Kat asked this guy, he's like, is there Wi-Fi? And he goes, <laughs> that means she did. She did. She's a Wi-Fi stealer. Because she, she had the military lounge. And the guy says, well, there's the military, military lounge. lounge. She's like, I tried it. I thought Kat could have got drafted in the time that we were there. So we were in the back of the line. So they kept sending me over like a covert spy yeah, to the front of the line to try to get like some intel on what was happening in the front of the line. And I found out some things, but then when I'd come back, I'd have to tell, like, the old, the commenters. Fun thing about you, though, is you have terrible short-term memory. Yeah. Like, you would, you would come back, and you'd be like, I got a lot. I got a lot. And you would look us all, we, we'd all gather around, and the whole line would be invested. The whole like, line. I was the, like, I was the cool kid in What the do line. you figure out? What do you figure out? And they, I, um, I think she, re I think she said something about, they're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at a certain point, we just didn't know what to do with that information. Like, that was all he would come back with. He's like, they're apologizing a lot up they there. They are. They are. <laughs> they were. They were apologizing a lot, right? So then, uh, we're in this line for a total of three hours. Yeah. So, two hours on the plane, three hours in the line. It has now been five hours, and we finally get to the front. And they go, we are so sorry. <laughs> There's that apology. They apologized I was right away. They, they knew. Right away. Now, I, was, I wasn't thrown off on that because I knew it was coming the whole time because JP kept warning me. As long Every as you time don't we... talk bad about him on the internet. <laughs> JP kept warning me. Yeah. So they tell us, they go, we can get you on a flight out of here in about four more hours. Mm -hmm. So that would be eight hours. They go, in the meantime, we have a wonderful Chili's. You can go eat dinner at Chili's well, and come back. first they said... No, 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 they tomorrow? said tomorrow. They, they said, said the first they said, we can, get, out we can get you out tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. And I was like, she has a dinner at six! And then... And then she, she said, we can get you on the flight out today. Which was bull. Because I think she was think, just waiting for people to be like, oh, I guess if that's all you can do. There was no chance. 
I was staying till tomorrow in Tulsa, Tulsa Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Not with that ambassador. And they just had tornadoes the night before. Yeah. And yeah, so she told us we would have to stay a night. And Francis was like, no. No. And then they were like, oh, we got a flight tonight in four hours. And Francis was like, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. So they tell us to go enjoy Chili's. Issue with Chili's. They've been telling everybody in this line to go enjoy to go chili. enjoy chili. So JP didn't back. bring back that covert information. <laughs> we could have gotten chilies a little bit faster. <laughs> he didn't bring that back. So chilies is packed. By the yeah. time we sit, we actually get a table of chilies. Our flight boards in like thirty minutes, uh, forty-five minutes. Mm. So we're like, we it's now been seven hours, six hours. It's been six hours. We're not going to eat a full meal at Chili's in forty-five minutes before the flight boards because the flight boards forty-five minutes before. So we're still an hour and 50 minutes from takeoff, but we have to get back. So we're not going to get full meals of chili. So we just get chips and cheese. It comes. We're like, okay, we'll eat it quick. We probably eat like four bites. And we're like, okay, we have to go. Yeah. So we walk back over to the plane. Who's sitting there? Our flight attendant from earlier. He's like, how was Chili's? And we were like, good, we just got finished. She goes, see, they told me right away that I was going to be on this flight, so I've been at Chili's for the last three hours. We're like, you couldn't tell us in the back of the line that we would end up at Chili's. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were mad at him, and we were mad at you because you were our advice giver. So, yeah, so basically we're waiting in line, and we're now just sitting... Waiting for a flight that's about to go off. Well, we're making friends with another woman who's going there for a bachelorette party. Yeah. And she was like, had a weird thing going on with a tennis ball, but I don't want to bring yeah. that up. So we're making, we're, I mean, we're making small talk, but we're about to get on we're about in board. 10 minutes. Or so we thought. Because for the next two and a half hours, uh, we're so sorry. But we know you guys are going through a lot, but um, the flight also isn't working. And I'm like, did you try turning it off and on? <laughs> they did it. They did it. They so, didn't even try. Then the flight attendant that we were just on the flight with goes, listen here, kids. And we're like, what? He goes, I'm going to go get a bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's never good when a person who's paid to fly has given up on his transportation. <laughs> he goes... And a bus. He's he like, goes, the bus is better. He goes, I'm going to go rent a bus, 18 passenger. I got myself. I got my co-pilot in the flight attendants. I got the three <laughs> of you. And I got whoever you else want to bring. We're driving to Dallas. And it's I'm, and only going to be six hours. Now, I'm already going through the list. I'm like, well, dinner at six, ladies. Got to <laughs> come. Well, she's missed the dinner. And we saw her since. And Francis had the audacity to go, how is the dinner? dinner? It's 730. How is the dinner? She goes, I don't think I'm gonna make it. <laughs> oh no! So, so we yeah. go. What do you mean? He goes. I don't think we're getting out of here. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go rent a bus because I gotta go drive home because Dallas is his home base. And he was like, "You guys want to come with us?" And for a second, we were like, "Nice man's gonna drive us to Dallas." Then for another second, we're like, "Creepy man might be trying to get us in his van." And I started wondering to how take did us Ted to Texas. Bundy get his victims? So we rejected this offer. Then the other flight attendant goes, I'm staying with you on this flight, but I can drive you from the airport to your hotel. And I go, you tried one too many times to get us in your car. <laughs> one time was nice. We Two, doesn't feel like we have a choice anymore. Then we get an announcement and they go, the flight is ready to leave, but Dallas is undergoing some wacky weather. So we do not know when we're going to take off. So here is, they, they're meteorologists right here. They're like, here is a map of Dallas. You see this uh, green cloud? 
Yeah, that's not good. We don't know how long it's gonna be over there. So everybody stay tuned. Girl next dress goes, I'm gonna miss my bachelor party tonight at 11. Don't tell Francis that. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't complain to me, bucko. I got no sympathy for nobody. I'm furious. I'm furious. We were I, supposed to I, land at Dallas at 11 a.m. I have friends that are in Dallas like that I'm going to see, so I'm texting them. And I'm like, I'm like, what's up with your weather? What did, we just fixed our plane. We turned it off and on, and we put it in rice for the fifth time. What are you talking about? Let us go. And they're like, oh, yeah, we just get the craziest weather sometimes. Sometimes in Dallas, you wouldn't believe this, we just get tornadoes. How do you live in a state? Where your fear is wind. Just move. There's 50 other options. 49. No, but no. I counted Puerto Rico. <laughs> you have so many options to get out. And people live in Tulsa. Sorry, I digress. Don't live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Or Dallas! So another two hours pass, and they go, we are finally going to get you on our flight. <laughs> and we got on that flight, and we finally arrived in Dallas, Texas. At what time, JP? We arrived at Dallas, Texas, 13 hours after we were supposed to land in Dallas, Texas. At what time? So more than half of a day of our life, we can never get back from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I kid you not, we got up our flight was at 5 a.m. in the morning. He got up at 4 a.m. to get there for 5. We landed at 1 a.m. So we will never, ever, ever be in Tulsa, Oklahoma again. Like, let's say we were like world-famous stand-up tour comedians and everyone's trying to book us everywhere for tour. Not Tulsa. Not Tulsa. You'll never catch me in Tulsa. Never gonna see show in Tulsa, Oklahoma tonight. Ain't gonna see this guy in Tulsa. You better move. Unless you can get better airport ambassadors that really plead your case. Oh, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you go follow our uh, podcast on Instagram, No Point Podcast. Make sure you join our fan house. Fan house is a great way that we can connect with you. It's like a giant group chat. It's like Discord. It's free. All you have to do is make an account and put in the code free pass and hit the link that we have. Check out our merch. Uh, check out our Twitch stream. We stream Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Check out our YouTube channel, Broski Studios. And each and every single episode, we give a code word so you know we listen to your podcast. Yep, I know what I said. Yeah! What's the code word? I have two. Okay. What One. Are the code words? I have a dinner at six. I have a dinner at six. Or two. Did you try turning it off and on again? So do me a favor, guys, and go post that in the comment section of our No Point Podcast Instagram. Have a great day. We will see you next Friday. In the meantime, I'm Chippy Bree signing off. And I'm Francis. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to No Point Podcast. New episode every week. Make sure you follow on social media so you don't miss a single second to this total nonsense.